0: Did you know that when LucasArts was first founded in 1982 the studio was not allowed to make games based on the company's biggest IP Star Wars You're listening to the Xbox Hub Podcast the official podcast of the XboxHub.com For the latest Xbox news, reviews, Videos and opinions, make sure you visit thexboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello, and welcome to the Xbox Hub Official Podcast, episode number 63. My name is Gareth Briley. I'm going to be your host. And on my virtual left, back from the dead, Mr. James Burks. <laughs> Hello. How are you doing, James? It's good
1: to be back. Good to be back. Sorry uh, about the uh, contract issues. Yeah. I'm behind the team. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> um, James
0: wasn't with us last week. On the last minute, he had, as yes, he said, contract issues. His agent told him to leave <laughs> uh, so he couldn't come on. Richard came in on a Bosman free. Uh, <laughs> I and, heard what you were getting, perfect. Exactly. I I'm not having that. No. <laughs> um, and on my virtual right is Mr. Richard Dobson. Hey,
2: Richard. Hello. I didn't realise people were getting paid for it. Well, so, yeah, that's a word of life. Mm. my. My Need the right guy. agent.
0: <laughs> um, here we are. We're in what week two of lockdown, part three, season three. Uh, it's a long month, January, isn't it? God,
1: <laughs>
0: it's it's only the fourteenth, isn't it?
1: Wow. No. I don't know what date is, or what week, or what year. No. It all just blends into one thing now. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? And a bit of sleep. There's not that many games out
0: yet. It's going to get a little bit better, but it's a bit... We'll talk about that, but... oh, It's hard. It's hard. But what have we been doing this week, James? What have you been up to?
1: Well, I was going to catch up on the new season of Cobra Kai. Mm. Um, but I started it. I'm, I'm going to get into it. I'm not sure why. Right. Um And then Netflix actually sprang some of the major plot points on Twitter. So I just gave up with that one. Um, but instead, I ended up watching a, a TV series, again on Netflix, about a team of superpowered people that hunt down evil spirits, um, called The Uncanny Counter. I don't even have heard of it. Is this Korean by any chance?
0: Damn! <laughs> <Apparently already. laughs> James has got a love of um, Korean culture and Korean films and music. And if you not listened before, and I, yeah, I think this is another one, isn't it, James?
1: It, it is. But it's, it's it's addictive. I've watched twelve episodes in a week, wow. uh, and they're an hour long, because um, it it's broadcasting at the same time in Korea as it's getting released on Netflix. So it's, I'll get some math stones this weekend, I think. Okay. But yeah, it's, it, it's action-packed. And you really get to know the characters. Because there's something about Korean dramas where they have so many facets to the storytelling that the laugh you might even say a tear. Mm. Um, but... I think because it's got Evil Spirits in, it's mainly you're going to watch it for the action okay. and the killings. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really good to watch. I would, I would highly recommend it. Okay. Really kind
0: of the Uncanny Counter um, on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, I might give that a go.
2: What about you, Richard? What have you been doing? We've, um, with, with lockdown happening again, we've been having a bit of a premature spring clean so um we've been we've gone under the beds and pulled out all the the storage boxes that we've got full of uh old dvds and we've sorted through them with a with a, with a big pile of stuff that's already going to the charity shop and then the stuff that we're going to watch before sending off to the charity shop one more time so we've been watching some of those this this week uh we had a a bit of a, a will smith block um we watched hancock and I Am Legend. Mm. Mm. Um, then we also watched Minority Report, which I'd not seen for a long, long time, but is probably in my top five films, that one. Uh, and then we've, we've we've counterbalanced that with uh, Spice World as well <laughs> this week.
0: Wow. Did we talk about Spice World before? So I think it came on this podcast. Someone else maybe talked about it.
1: I don't think anyone else has seen it. <laughs> Richard. <Just> Richard. <laughs> He's
0: pulled it up before. Um,
1: yeah. Now, Hancock.
2: I really liked Hancock. Yeah. Hancock. I think it's quite a nice premise. I think it's a really, really good idea. I don't think it was so well executed back then. If they'd have made it now, I think it would have fared a lot better. Mm. And I was, as I was watching that, I was like, God, this this is a really, really good idea for a film.
0: A good idea for a TV well, series
2: as well, I think. Yeah, That's probably it is now, yeah. Because it felt, I, I it, it felt rushed. Yeah. Um, I think Hancock was about an hour and a half, and you're just like, gosh, is, is that it? Sort of yeah, thing. yeah. But yeah, the both, I think they're arguably a little bit underrated, both of those films.
1: Yeah.
0: I like Time Legend as well. You didn't like that, James?
1: No, I, I thought it was really good, actually. Yeah. Um because it was just so unbelievable in that anything could happen to the world, like a major virus, <laughs> it could take everyone down. <laughs> it's hard to escape. So, that
0: so true. So true. Um, now, I have been watching on... I've been watching loads of stuff, actually. Cobra Kai, I'm sort of like on episode six or seven of that in the new season. Cobra Kai is interesting, because it's... it's I, I spoke to an old friend of mine and we, we kind of like it because it's nostalgic and there's some great bits in it, but it does, it crosses a, it's it's on a fine line between terrible and great. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always balancing there too. But yeah, um. but the other thing I'll be watching is A History of Swearing, I think it's called, on Netflix. It was was um, hosted by Nick Cage. And uh, every episode you have, he examines a swear word, a famous okay. one, and then they Get interviews with comedians who talk about it, and other professors, and where the word comes from. It's really good. It's really good. Well, what are reminding me about? I'm a massive fan of Nick Cage. Are you two a fan of his?
1: I kind of am. Yeah, but I call him Nicholas Cage. Ah. I don't know him as well as you.
0: Oh yeah, no, I know very well. <laughs> um,
1: yeah.
2: I, I, I saw so it advertised. Last
1: friend. <laughs> yeah. I I'm surprised at the swear words you've chosen. Hmm. Didn't you use dumb? That's one of them. Yeah. Yeah, and I use it all the time. Yeah. Crikey. Yeah. I, I wearer. <laughs> you are. <laughs> yeah. what, what else was it? I'm not going to go through. <laughs> Why not? Uh,
0: <laughs> dear me. Um, but Nicholas Cage. Richard, you a fan? I like to call him Nick.
2: I, I don't know, to be honest. I mean, I've not really seen that much of his 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 work. I mean. I love Con Air, but mm-hmm. not f- yep. for all the good reasons. It's, it's one of those films that you, it's so bad, it's good sort of thing. But I can't really think of any other Nicolas Cage films that oh. I've seen.
0: I mean, the thing about the thing about him is he has spent, he's been going since the 80s. You know, he started off doing Peggy Sue Got Married and and, and films like um, Birdie. He's in, which was this 1984 about Vietnam, amazing kind of Alan Parker film. And then he did a sort of 1990 film called Wild at Heart. Ones. Yeah, I mean, he did loads of. He was, I mean, he's always seen playing. Yeah, and then face off. And then he had this Conair the Rock face off that he went into action movies yeah. uh, in the 90s, as well as like marrying it with things like Leaving Las Vegas, which he was nominated for an Oscar about alcoholism. You know, and he's always done. And in the last few years, he's been doing any old film I think because the rumour is for tax reasons <laughs> to try to pay off a tax bill so he just did everything but every yeah, now and again you might have ones. nine mad Nicholas Cage films and then you have one brilliant one like some of the horrors he's done like Mandy and and uh... oh god there's another one that came out um, but what's really interesting about Nick it's really good seeing him present something and just chatting because he's just been brilliantly batty and Really interesting. I thought mm. I'd love to see a theatre show with Nicolas Cage, like a night with Nicolas Cage to do monologues because <laughs> he is yeah. an amazing performer for the right price. I'm sure we will do it. I think will do it, yeah. I think any yeah. West, West End show he should get it. But there's a really interesting thing from a, 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 a reddit to with the director when they said the great thing about working with him, and this is where you get these montages of Nick Cage being this kind of like. You know, you get those of clips. I, there's a montage I've got of an eight-minute clip to music of Nicholas Cage doing mad stuff on film. It's brilliant online. And, uh, he, and when you when you direct something, you do takes. Like you said, different takes. You might do five to ten takes on something. And that's maybe to do with a number of different reasons. It might be to do with trying to get a better performance, but generally it's a technical thing as well. You know, um, something needs to be in the right place, lighting needs to be right. But they said, with Nicolas Cage, and generally performers, when they do stuff, they just repeat what the director wants and they might repeat it the same way every time. Mm-hmm. But they said, Nicolas Cage gives every take he does, he does it in a completely different way. So you might have a line like, hi. <laughs> and then he might the next take he might go, hi! You know, it might be as bad as that. And they said, it's amazing, because you've got all these choices. But that's why you get all these amazing kind of things that he does and you have them in films because they have this kind of choice of like really interesting s- stuff and like sometimes it can be
1: too much. But I like it. I like a showy performer. It's, it's definitely unusual. Yes. But he has done some brilliant films. Yeah, yeah. But too really recently. No. But, like, but there's a horror
0: called Mandy. That's amazing. That's amazing. I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's really scary. You can't see it, James. You can't see it.
1: Okay. Um very
0: enough. <laughs> that's good. So Nicolas Cage. Well, we need Nicolas Cage in a, in a game. Why in a game we've got Nicolas Cage in it? That's what you want. I'm gonna fight mm-hmm. for that as well. He needs to be starring in a game. Um so what games are we been playing at the moment? It's a it's a strange kind of week. There's a few indie stuff we've been reviewing for the start for the site. Um Richard, what have you been playing?
2: Uh I've just put a review out for puzzle game called the pillar puzzle escape that uh came out yesterday or maybe today one of those Mm. two Yesterday. um thank you james no worries um and yeah it's it's a decent little puzzler you're it's, it's done in first person so it's very remind me a lot of the witness and mist. you're traveling through this world um Trying to solve these these puzzles that that appear on the walls and on these crystal pillars that come up from the ground. Um, all all sort of like grid-based line puzzles where you need to connect one one dot to another dot um, oh, okay. without intersecting lines and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Like the um, witness.
0: the witness is very like that,
2: isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Similar, similar sort of premise, and it, and it looks quite similar as well. In that, in the same color scheme, really. Uh but that was that was fine. I think I gave it three because I mean it's quite short. I think it was two or three hours and I'd finished everything. But it was it was a nice little few hours with it. I enjoyed that. Okay.
0: Good. Good. That's it, isn't it? That's what you got to say. That's all I've got to
2: say on <laughs> yeah, the story or anything like that. I don't know why. I was it, sure.
0: Why I was expecting anything more. <laughs> okay. Uh,
1: James, what about you? Don't, don't worry, I, I can do it quicker. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> I haven't played many games probably all year, um, <laughs> but this week or last week, I played um, Calico. It's a cat cafe simulation. Stay with me; <laughs> it gets better. And um, basically, you you take over a run-down cat cafe, and you have to entice nearby animals to come and live in your cat cafe to then entice the villagers. I like this already. Um, Well, yeah, I thought it'd be quite cool, to be fair, and relaxing. But you don't really spend that much time in the cat cafe. You end up going out, getting crests, and fetching stuff for everyone, like go over here, do this, take this to such and such, Um and the Cat Cafe kind of just, it's just there, you don't really do anything, you don't really make any money off it, you get, you get more money by doing quests, right, outside the cafe. Well, what did you, um,
0: what did you expect to do in this Cat Cafe sim game?
1: I wanted to like, take orders, <laughs> And, you know, get the money and put it in town. <laughs> Basically.
0: You know, a business. We is wanted to run a business.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, but instead, it's a robot.
2: Sorry, no. Is it just cats that you can sort of
1: ah, collect? Or, no.
2: or is it other animals as well?
1: No. If you go around the Calico world, uh, you can get dogs. And now we talking. Foxes. Um, I think there's a pigeon. Um, How are they all getting bear? on in the cafe? A polar bear. A polar bear? Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. And um, a horse. <laughs> I think.
2: Is, is there a robin? Because weren't you in the cafe with a robin once?
1: I was. And that was before lockdown. I think that might have had something to do with it. It's um,
2: inspiration for Calico. Yeah.
1: I mean, it might possibly be. Erm... Um, no, there's no lovings. What else was there? You uh, get a, a, a coffee bar, an Australian animal? Oh yeah, yeah! It's... it's weird. Anyway, they're all in my cafe. Right. And you can make them bigger, with potions. They've got massive cats, and massive dogs. It's <laughs> down my cafe. And no one comes in? <laughs> a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I, I, on a serious note, though, it looks really bad. It looks unfinished, and um, and it's not really that good. So I gave a, I think it a two and a half. Okay. I was quite generous, and um, you want to find out more, read the review.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I've told you all the best bits.
0: You yeah. have amazing. Um I I've been playing uh which is a review that's come up today. Uh Jet Cave Adventure. Um which I think it's out today, it's the fifteenth, is it? Or the fourteenth no, it's fourteenth. Maybe it's out tomorrow. Um and Jet Cave Adventure is a platformer and you play this caveman from prehistoric times, an alien ship comes down. Um and breaks down and it's going to destroy the world by using lava or something and but you find the jetpack so you're basically a caveman with a jetpack bouncing <laughs> around like as a platformer so it's very much like a Donkey Kong Country type platformer um, and it's a game that when I first started playing it I was like oh this is 1995 or whatever again <laughs> um, and, but I really enjoyed it they do it very well and it's the jetpack has a great kind of thing of you know you can thrust all up down quickly you know can get through objects it has a kind of like it really plays with the kind of platform dynamics makes it kind of unique and interesting there's boss battles that are okay i mean it's really good fun it's a good fun platformer so if you like a bit of donkey kong country or any kind of game like that your know, old fashioned yeah, platformer really. yeah and if you don't like it don't you're never going to get it if you if you're dying for a bit of that you can get a bit of Jet Cave adventure, which I enjoyed.
2: Um, Richard, what else have you got? Uh, Another game that came out towards the back end of last year that I'd been playing was um, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. Oh, yeah. Now, this is a rhythm music game based on the Kingdom Hearts franchise. Um, If anyone's ever played Theatre Rhythm from Final Fantasy on the Nintendo 3DS, I think it was. is very similar to that, um, almost identical, except it's, instead of Final Fantasy music, it's Kingdom Hearts music now. So I've been playing that on my PS4. Now, I think this Kingdom Hearts 3 came out two years ago now, and... Um, I I reviewed it for the site, and I was quite harsh because it had been a game I'd been looking forward to for so long that by the time it came out, I just had no clue as to what the plot was. So this melody of memory tries to digest the entire Kingdom Hearts plot into 36 little videos. But even after watching about half of them, because I've not unlocked them all so far, but I've watched about half of them, it's still an incredibly convoluted plot that, that I really don't understand what's going on in those games.
0: Right. And you, the, you don't understand it, so we're never going to understand it.
2: No. I mean, I think the problem was that the first game came out and it was quite an easy plot to understand, but then subsequent games, I think the, the original came out on PS2 other games released. I think my, one might have been on the Game Boy Advance, the sequel to that might have been on the Game Boy Advance, and then other prequels have appeared on other handheld consoles. But they're all so integral to the plot that at the time, I completely missed them. So when it came to Kingdom Hearts 2, the sequel on PlayStation 2 as well, I was just like, what's going on? I have no idea. Why, why Why? isn't everyone where they were when the first game ended? And then that just got 10 times worse when Kingdom Hearts 3 came out. But it, I think it tries to to do a good job of digesting it, but it's a plot that's gone all over the place. In the 20 years it's been out, and it, and it struggles.
0: And what, what's this on, Kingdom Hearts
2: Melody of Memory? Is it's it on? on everything. yeah. Is it? PS4, Xbox, and it's on Switch. Yeah, it's the first Kingdom Hearts game to release on the Switch. Wow. But as a as a music rhythm game it's it's very good um you've got you you're using a lot of the face buttons and the back buttons on the higher difficulties as well so it, it does get quite challenging okay um it- but the music obviously the music's really good if you if you like the music from kingdom hearts it's it's definitely worth a look
1: i was gonna say have you got any songs that right might know um, no Oh. Um, I
2: saying? mean it's got the it's got some of the, the songs from like uh, Little Mermaid and Oh yeah?
1: Beauty Under and the Sea?
2: Some. Yeah, it's got Under the oh. Sea Part of My World I think is on there
1: I oh, know, I mean i now <laughs> I think it yeah.
2: <laughs> Um It's got Let It Go, obviously because Frozen was a world in Kingdom Hearts 3 oh, so wow. that has to be in there, unfortunately but a lot, of, a lot of music is um, what they created for the games as opposed to yeah. songs from the films that the game's based on. Wow. Good. I like that Write like that down. James, have you got any other games that
0: you're playing? I've
1: got loads of games. You haven't played them.
0: Play games. That's what you've got to do. That's your job for Wait, next week.
1: I've, I've played one. I yeah. can't talk about it.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Oh, Nero, kill me.
0: Okay, fine. I'm going to do two more quick games. I'm going to do the, a game that I've played called A Child's Light. I think I've got that right.
1: A Child's Sight. A
0: Child's Sight. That's good. A Child's Light doesn't make any good sense.
1: Me. I don't need to play games. I don't <laughs> you play them. You know what they are.
0: <laughs> Decipher my uh, terrible code.
1: Um, I mean, pilot.
0: Yeah. In this one, you play a baby in a crib, right? <laughs> and and I understand. That's the premise. Uh, that's the premise. And basically, you've got... So imagine this. This is the first level. You've got, like... a. It's, it's pretty dark. It's nighttime. You've got a carousel on your left-hand side, right, mm-hmm. that you've got to keep turning. So it would go on for a bit, and then you've got to switch it on again. Then, if you've got the light... You can stand up and switch the light on. If you've got the light on, a creature from the cupboard won't come out and kill you, Right? But if someone knocks at the door, <laughs> you've got to switch the light off or someone else is going to come in from the door to kill you. So basically, you're plate spinning. <laughs> you're trying to basically keep the thing on there, switch the light on and off, and try to press a B button to get yourself to sleep before the timer runs out.
1: So this is a baby simulation.
0: It's kind of like that, yeah. It's about a terrifying one, an absolute terrifying. for a baby. One. Yeah, I know that's what oh, I said. No. Yeah, that, and then <laughs> as you it, as you go to the next chapter, <laughs> you've got more things to do. So by you get to the next one, an extra bit is there's a rocking chair, and if the rocking chair starts going, you've got to grab one of your toys for comfort. But if you've got a, <laughs> if you've got the toy for comfort, you can't stand up and switch the light off. Oh, it's a nightmare! Mm-hmm. It's a nightmare. Yeah. So my review for that would be out uh, next week. So. Look for that.
1: Very interesting. Yeah.
0: And the other one I've started, Immortals, Phoenix Rising at last. Yeah, A Let's Play of it yesterday, so it should be out this weekend, um, which Richard loves um, and Neil loves, who's the other Xbox Hub main person. And and I really enjoyed it. It's really good fun, isn't it? It's really hard to play from Assassins into Immortals a, a straight away. You almost need a little cleanser in between. Because mm. obviously yeah. it's got the same kind of systems a little bit, you know, but it's a completely different feel to it, and it's it's a lot of fun, isn't it? It's great fun.
2: What did you give it? Richard? I only gave it four stars, and right. that was after I think I played that for about twenty hours. Okay. But I'm now double that, and I'm just about to do the final stretch, and it's it's only gotten better. If oh. I'd have had the chance to review it after forty hours, I would have. I might have even gone to five stars with it. Yeah. The, the, I do feel oh. a bit bad about giving it four stars.
0: The humour's great. The kind of gameplay's great. The puzzle stuff's really good fun. It's great. It's a really good fun game. Um, but that's enough about games. Let's talk about news. Now, news is, news is getting a bit busier. Um, but is not it? as... Well, a little bit, yeah. I mean,
1: it's, we've had some... <laughs> yeah, they can
0: but first of all we're going to go straight into um, I want to discuss something with you two um, Sony had a what's it called CES they released their sort of like games coming out didn't they oh, yeah. Um, yeah. what's the thing they're called CES 2021 a lots of tech stuff in there and they right. confirmed some of their um, games coming out for 2021 well, not the big ones but there's a few ones in there we had um let me have a quick look. Um, we knew that um, Kenya, Kenya, K-E-N-A, yep. Bridge of Spirits, that's coming out in March. So they've got that and Returnal in March. The Little Devil Inside, which is his great indie game, which I think is coming to Xbox as well, but I think maybe PlayStation first. So it's coming out in June. Solar Ash is coming out for July. Stray is also... Uh, is it no, with the cat? Yeah, Stray and Ghostwire Tokyo, both scheduled for October 2021. Um, They both look great. Yeah, and Project Athia, which I really liked, which is the Square Enix's thing. It looks really um, the visuals look great. That's coming out in January Um, twenty twenty two. Yeah, no, I think I really, I'm the only one who like the look of it. And then, and then we we knew the you know Pragmata, the Capcom, which we all we all thought was Death Stranding too. Um it's
1: very yeah. <laughs> would
0: have won't arrive till twenty twenty
1: three.
0: Which is honestly twenty three.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But that that That'd be great.
0: That didn't look like anything was planned without. just mad
1: trailers, like that's what Roman's <laughs>
0: trailer. Really <laughs> yes. <It's really> <laughs> yeah.
1: <It's> exactly, yeah.
0: <laughs> and of course within that they've got this year still, they've got Ratchet and Clan. Gran Turismo, Horizon and God of War two. They it's still in their heads for twenty twenty one.
1: Yeah. Um, it's gonna be epic. Now I'm worried
0: you two. PlayStation have yeah. laid down their kind of like you know, we've got stuff coming out. March. Yeah. yeah. What have we got for Xbox? What we do what do we know? See me wrong, we have got Game Pass, yeah. <laughs> uh the medium. We've got the medians, is our first big one, isn't it? In the yeah. 28th of
2: January this month. What's after that? If, if all those come out for PS5 in 2021, that's a big year. It's a massive year, isn't it?
1: It's huge.
2: Um, Halo Infinite still on track. Yeah. Supposedly. But yeah, I reckon that's going to be Q4. No.
1: Yeah. Um, I not think of anymore. They're Xbox exclusive. Or Xbox first.
0: There's 12 minutes, isn't it, the indie game? That's an Xbox timed exclusive, I think. So that's that might come out soon-ish. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But there isn't a big one, is there? There isn't mm-hmm. another big one we know of.
1: Ah. Huh. What? Baron Wonderworld. Was that exclusive or not? I don't
2: think it was. Maybe I it was. It was
1: exclusive reveal. It's not first uh, party anyway, is it? No. No. Yeah. It really
2: yeah, is it's
0: not yeah. yeah, I don't know what you think. I just think PlayStation maybe needs to come <laughs> and chat about what the what the, maybe they will. Maybe they're gonna rele- reveal some stuff in Feb. They've got nothing to show
2: us. I suspect if the cause that article that's on our our list um still sticks. Uh, Horizon and Ratchet and Clank is twenty twenty one. Yeah, I suspect God of War is going to get delayed. Yeah, I think God of War. I think Horizon will happen,
0: probably yeah. in October November time. But yeah, I think yeah.
2: Ratchet and Clank is supposed to be in the middle of this year, I yeah. believe. And I think yeah. Brian Therese will probably be there. I think.
1: Yeah, haven't you Haven't we? Oh yeah, I forgot that. Forgot about Forza. God, yeah.
0: Maybe they're holding on. Maybe they're gonna. Maybe there's all going to be in the last quarter. Maybe it's going to be an Xbox. Uh, but they need to keep that interest up, don't they?
1: Maybe they don't. You need to give us something. Yeah. You need to give us something to buy onto. A carrot. Yes. To dangle. Yes, exactly. And go, this is what's coming. Yeah. Hang on, guys. We've got this. We've
0: got this. Mm. The future's bright. Um yeah. Good. Now, the other thing I'm going to... I'm going to give it to you two guys now for the next bit The next bit of news, because you know more about this for me. Pokemon. Talk to me about what's going on in the Pokemon
2: world.
1: Do you want me to you, Richard are you?
2: Uh, you? You can go for it, James.
1: Right. Well, back in the see, late 90s, hmm. there was a game on the Nintendo 64 called Pokemon Snap. And now it's going back on Nintendo Switch. And basically, you end up going around taking pictures of Pokemon. That is the game. And it's coming out on April 30th. And um, it's called New Pokemon Snap. It's a great name. I've got to give it to him. Um, but yeah, so if you love the original, this looks amazing visually. <laughs> It's so much better. I mean, I know you're interested, Gareth.
0: I'm. I'm listening to another you podcast in, at the moment. <laughs> so this bit's over.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, you can you can't take you around the walls. Okay. are
0: you excited as James is about this?
2: I, I am. Yeah, well, I think. I think Pokemon's going to have a big year because it's the 25th anniversary as well of mm. Pokemon itself. So they announced yesterday that they've, they've got a, a song in collaboration with Katy Perry. So they're going out hard, obviously, right. based on these two pieces of information.
1: I, hope you've got um, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I think there's a, a compilation of certain Pokemon games coming out as well that's, that's been rumored as well. But yeah, this this, this Pokemon Snap is I think it was when it originally came out on the N64, it was before photo modes and games were really a thing. Which seemed like such an an add-on now for, for games that you forget that Pokemon Snap sort of did it first mm. or was one of the first. Mm. So I think it might have lost its appeal a little bit, but it still looks a really really fun game.
0: Is is the Pokemon? What's the Pokemon game? Is that what it's called when people hang around parks with their phones?
2: In Pokemon groups. Go. Oh, that's Pokemon Go. Someone got <laughs> fined for in the UK this week. Oh, did they? Yeah. Did you not see that? No. I think he drew. 30, he he drove thirteen miles <laughs> to capture specific Pokemon and got fined <laughs> for <Pikachu>.
0: Wow. <laughs> and so, is that still quite popular? Clearly. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Pokemon Go. Right. Is that the end of the Pokemon news? that's all we really knowing, isn't <laughs> Okay, good. April the thirtieth, Pokemon Snap.
1: Is that coming out on the New. Xbox? It's called New Pokemon Snap.
0: New is, it right? is it, New is it is it is it out on the Xbox or just
1: on Switch? No unfortunately. Ah. It's the Switch.
0: Okay. Sad. you would love it. I'd love it.
1: You'd see if it would love it. I would. I'd love that. <laughs> um,
0: let's talk about two delays of that we because it's going to be a delays for a while. I think this is a, the effect of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, the big first one was the Harry Potter game, um, which has been delayed now. They've said to twenty twenty two. I think some people will be very upset by that. It looks good. It looks quite interesting that game. Um, And the other delay was Riders Republic that just got delayed an hour before we went on the thing, which was the Ubisoft kind of multiplayer, massive player online sports, extreme extreme sports thing. Yeah. And that's been delayed till 2021. That's what they said, rather than February. That's
1: a good decision now, because with uh, an online game like that, it releases and it's a mess no one will go back to it yeah like the crew yeah. the crew had a terrible launch but it's actually a decent game now If mm. and they had done that you know do it a bit more time and make it decent so that'll be good for Riders Republic yeah it's a good call and they've That's...
2: also got a lot on the plate as well of Ubisoft still so they've they've got the Prince of Persia remake is that oh god yeah. next month or two yeah um Far Cry. Did Far Cry get delayed?
0: Yeah, we don't know. It hasn't got a date yet, has it? Oh, right. Maybe it's That's May. Maybe it's May it's been delayed to,
2: yeah. And obviously fixing everything they brought <laughs> out and last year. Yeah. So the the I mean, I know that there's they've got they they've got thousands of people working in loads of different offices, but you can't help but feel that they, with things like the the stuff that happened to watch Dogs Legion, they'd sort of be asking other officers for favors. Surely,
0: I do get a feeling sometimes it feels like only Ubisoft are making games at the moment. Yeah, it doesn't feel like anyone else is. <laughs> I mean, releasing games just always seems to be Ubisoft, um, and which leads us on. Do you like the way I did that? I didn't realize oh, I did. Well done, well done. yeah. Um, <laughs> there was <laughs> Lucas Arts, which is um, um released um uh, uh, they've said there's loads of star wars games coming out basically we talk about the the big teaser they put out in a minute but they one of the big things they've got ubisoft working on a new star wars game and from the people looking at all the descriptions of it being the job advertisements it looks like it's going to be a kind of rpg big kind of action adventure Almost like an Assassin's Creed, possibly, in the Star Wars world. Um, so and that what that means is um, I think a lot of us thought that EA probably had the exclusive rights to the Star Wars games that they've had Fallen Order and also they've had Battlefront games. But obviously they're opening it out to other developers. Mm-hmm. Isn't that exciting?
2: Do you think
0: Ubisoft would do a good Star Wars game?
2: Yeah, because it's by the guys that did um, The Division as well. Ah, but if it's anything like The Division but saying Star Wars universe, then I'm 100% in for that.
0: Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that'd be very good.
1: Yeah, I think there's open world, you know, you want those guys on it. Yeah, do a great job. Yeah,
0: yeah, sure. So. Um. Yeah, I know anything that I think. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a long, long way off, isn't it? It's just been announced, mm-hmm. so and they're advertising to people, but yeah, Star Wars game and Ubisoft, and I think they're going to release ideas for loads more Star Wars games in that in that universe coming out as well. EA have got a few things in there, but there'll probably be another Fallen Order game, weren't there? Is it Fallen Order,
1: the Jedi one?
0: The yes,
1: guy, guy from yeah,
0: yeah. I think there'd be a Great. sequel to that. I
1: won't be surprised if these to tie into Mandalorian mm. or that kind of uh, setting. I'd be mean, a badge hunter. Mm. I did it, I went quite well.
0: What was that Star Wars yeah. game that got announced for the new last generation of consoles but then got axed when uh, Disney mm. bought Star Wars? It was something like.
2: 1313. 13.
0: Yeah, that had a great look to it, didn't it? I yeah, it was really good. Um, and then the other big reveal. By the studio was the a new Indiana Jones uh, game by Bethesda uh, Studios. Um, and it was a little, there's a little 30 second teaser trailer, isn't it? Like a little camera going across a map and giving you hints of where things might be. That's got the internet screaming for information and working <laughs> out the trailer and the teaser. Um, I think it's time for another Indiana Jones game. They were quite a staple, those games, in the 90s and the early 2000s. Can't
1: you just play Tomb Raider? <laughs> well,
0: that's it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what's happened. That was exactly that. Lara Croft took over the mantle, didn't it? Yeah,
2: I, I thought it would be in Tomb Raider. I, don't yeah, yeah, I think mm-hmm. with, with Tomb Raider and Uncharted, they both sort of... Finished now. I'm it's I'm Finished uh, in in the traditional sense, and I believe the re- Tomb Raider remake trilogy is finished as well. Yeah, so I think it's the right time for the the OG to come out. Yeah, the OG. Uh, what's uh, Not architect. Eventually. Archaeologist. Oh.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's a good. I think it's. Uh, it, and it could be an Xbox exclusive as well. Yes. Um, yeah. You
1: think so?
0: Yeah. For twenty twenty nine. On the next game <laughs> <end> console. The <laughs> yeah. next next game. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we go we're gonna have a little chat. We'll keep on the Indiana Jones theme in a minute, but let's just cover a last couple of bits of news. Um, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. There's a rumor that's coming out in March, which is a kind of remastered version of Mass Effect. <laughs> Have you played Mass Effect U2, all of them? Um, no, James, this yeah. is your This is your chance to play all the Mass Effect. I played Mass Effect 2 for like 15 minutes. Well, you can do the whole lot and report back to us in March.
2: That's you done. Have you played yeah, Richard?
1: Yeah,
2: I played 1 and 2, and I never played the third one, so oh,
1: yeah.
2: I'm going to be picking this up to finally finish it
0: off. Yeah, so it could be... It, I mean, I remember the first one and the second one just looking great, some of those worlds. It'd be great to see what, if they they've done a complete remaster with just a little extra shine. Apparently, the rumour is that they haven't done much to the first one at all.
2: So. Uh, I'd heard different. Well, have you? Yeah, I'd heard that... Because it was originally supposed to be coming out on on 7th of November, which is N7 day unofficially. But it got postponed till this, the 12th of March, I believe, the, the days, because they've gone back and, and sort of redone the first game, basically. Okay. Second and third have received like a bit of a, a touch up, but the, the first game, they've really gone back and, and changed some things to make it more in line with the second and the so third. So they've
0: done almost like a Mafia type thing remastered on yeah, the first one. Bit. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right. Oh, good. Oh, that'd be good because it did need it.
2: Yeah, yeah, and um, them uh, elevator
0: sections. Oh wow, yeah. I don't think I never. I'm not going to go back to them again. But I think other people have played it. I've good fun with that, James. I um,
1: to play. <laughs> <laughs> I going to play any of it.
0: <laughs> um, last bit of news, very really quickly: Cyberpunk 2077 it keeps the they keep the story that keeps going on and on. Um, there's um, a roadmap. Their commitment roadmappers. What is it what does that say? What's that big what's what is their commitment?
1: You're gonna fix it, this year. Lots of patches. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, it's such a it's such a strange event this because you know, there's so many people who have different experiences still with that game. You know, people I spoke to on the Xbox Series X have had lots of bugs and you know, I had a lovely I had a charming existence, I was very lucky with it. Um but the the new um Updated version for the PS5 and Xbox Series X. They're talking about it being in the latter half of 2021. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So people are waiting. It'll you know, be then, which will be good. A bit more shinier, yeah. probably. Yeah, big games come out? No, Yeah. We'll
1: bring
0: that in the yeah. six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now this is just a, this is a little chat about because it's quite you know we haven't got as much news as possible and I'm thinking about. The Indiana Jones um, release and the Star Wars thing. And think about movie game franchise. So you've got a movie game and you've got a film. And they generally got made into games. So in the 80s, this started off where in the Atari years of 82, you'd have a, a franchise like the famous E.T. There's a great documentary about that. Um, one of the Atari's best designers was had to make the E.T. game. For Atari, in something like eight weeks before Christmas, <laughs> eight weeks to get it um, in the shops, and it was a disaster, of course. And it's it's the game that sunk Atari because it was a uh, it just didn't really work very well. But having games off movies then was a massive kind of you know that's how you sold your game, and I I probably think that's. That's pretty much. It. I think that that market of like you make a game and then you you know you see a film and then you have the game on it and you're going to make money. That probably went into the eighties and nineties. Do you think that's fair? You too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I yeah. remember on a ZX Spectrum playing a Ghostbusters game that I loved, and I don't think it was that good. <laughs> but I could I could hold a stream up in the air and drive around in the eco car yeah. on a top down board, and I thought
1: I just that was enough for me. Maybe my sixteen year old self. I think it was a home alone game as well. Really? On my old consoles, I vaguely remember playing like that. It that a two
2: D side scrolling one.
1: Mm, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I
2: remember that one as well. It
1: wasn't very good though. They
2: never
1: were. Again. No But, but there was loads of them, exactly. wasn't there?
0: So I yeah. always remember when you had sort of Sega and the Snares and all that era, you just seemed to be you could go to a sort of like a, a video store. And yeah, you could just see loads okay. of games. Most of them were well, half of them were kind of like films. Mm-hmm. That just yeah. come out. Um yeah. And when did that stop, do you think? When do you think that did stop? Did it stop in the two thousands? Did games become bigger than the films in the
2: sense of the names of games? I remember um, 2010, I think it was, or 2009, that Toy Story 3 came out. And that had a a video game associated with it that was actually quite good. Um, So when Toy Story 4 got announced, I was like, oh, maybe we'll get another Toy Story game. But I think what changed was because... um, a lot of films, especially Disney films, got tie-in games, but they were always sort of put on a mobile device instead. Yeah, uh, right. Okay. Sort of had the, the free-to-play um, design around them,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which I, I guess makes them more accessible for for kids to then play and sort of advertise the film at the same time without as much effort in as a, a full console released it. So I think that's maybe what killed it off a little bit.
0: Talking about those Disney games, there was a time in the 90s, wasn't there, when SNES had, and Sega probably had the Lion King, I remember that was a platformer. Aladdin. Aladdin, yeah. yeah.
1: And they were mm-hmm. all right, weren't they? I remember them being okay. Aladdin was fun. Yeah. Because you bounce off the canopies, and then swing the sword. That's right. Because like that Prince of Yeah. In some ways.
2: I could never um, get past the second level of the Lion King. <laughs>
1: they <But, laughs> always my uh, crowd, weren't it?
2: What is, what's the song? It just can't wait to be king. And there's a oh, bit yeah. where you're on the top of the ostrich's head. And we've, we've got it now for the PS4 because they did a, a collection last year or the year before right, yeah. of Aladdin and the Lion King. And we've got it. And, yeah, I'm still absolutely terrible at that game. I don't know anyone that's ever got to the, the Stampede level. I always remember seeing it on the back of the box and be like, oh, yeah, that looks really good. We'll but- never get to it. Is it fair to
0: say, like, this is really an interesting thing about it, with the Batman games, so, from the sort of 80s, mm. the Batman games were generally tied into the films, weren't they? I mean, the Tim Burton films, 80s, 92, Yeah. Is it fair to say they weren't very good? This is my memory of them.
1: I, th- I think the best of them was Batman Forever. That was on the uh, Mega Drive. Ah. Um, they better in the film, anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, they generally it was just run around, pretty bad guy, we run. Yeah, it was all quite basic.
0: And, and I think that's probably a good example of a of a game that suddenly, when the Batman um, Rocksteady game came out, the Ar- Arkham Silent, mm. which is two thousand eight or yeah. something like that. It, that's when it was a really interesting moment because it wasn't on the back of a film. it wasn't a; it was on, on the back of Batman Begins or anything like that. Was it, it was oh, its, its own fun. own thing in its own right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, with with good performances from the actors and Mark Hamill being the yeah. Joker and stuff like
1: that, yeah. So it had no constraints. It had no; it could do whatever it wanted to really. Whereas the film games, you've got to stick to the script. Yeah. And kind of build a game around it, which was quite difficult. So, Which happened a lot with it. Sorry, Sorry go on, say yeah. I'm going to say it happened a lot with the, the Marvel games I, Iron Man, uh, they had the a movie game. Uh, Green Lantern, the DC, had mm. a game that wasn't great. Uh, Thor, became kind of a hunk. It was like mid to late 2000s, there was loads of games on like that. Now, I'm going, to you, please, uh, I'm going
0: to push you two for one each at the moment. A good game that went from that influenced by the film. Film to game.
1: I'll give it that. Can't think of one. <laughs> Richard, you must have one.
2: Um, I've already mentioned the Toy Story one, so I'll mention Spider Man 2 on the oh, PS2. Yes. Yeah. Which was, it was like the precursor to Spider Man on the PS4, essentially open world in New York it was really good
0: and did that follow the film because the, it was Doc Ock in that one was it
2: sort of I mean yeah. I think they'd fleshed it out a bit more to a game by including most of the other Spider-Man baddies so I remember there being uh, I think Electro was in it and Mysterio was definitely in it before he been appeared in any of the films that's right but they had um, they had the three main voice actors as well, so they had Toby Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, and James Franco all doing the voices.
0: That's right, yeah. As well. That always helps. That's good. Good, good choice. James, where are you? Jeepers.
1: Um, okay, I'm quite a Maybe Maybe Lego Movie. A Lego Movie game. That was you, quite good fun. Can you have a Lego Movie game? Yeah, you can have a Lego. I'm one. having it. Yeah, a yeah, think it. That, uh, Hannah Montana, the movie. <laughs> you Which
0: I'll go with the Lego. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um That's coming out soon, isn't it? The Star Wars one. That'll be out soon. The, the Skywalker, Sky- Skywalker yeah. The Lego one. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm going to say, of course, there's one that I'm going to say that I think we should all guess is the GoldenEye game. It's probably oh, one of the well best. Like yeah, it's one of the oh, best wait,
1: ones. Oh my word. That was my favourite. Yeah.
0: That was um, a really amazing kind of like that really worked. Had Pierce Brosnan as well, but I'm going to mention another one that, if you might remember from the same era, I thought was incredible, which was the Die Hard trilogy. Do you remember yes. this?
1: We the gun. Yes. The gun. So, for
0: people who don't know, the Die Hard trilogy—it was all three Die Hard films placed into one. But each um, Die Hard film had a different way of playing. So the first one, it was almost like there was a game called Siphon Filter. That came out in the on the PS One. It was almost like in a, a third person action adventure. When you're going through the um, the Die Hard skyscraper, and you're sort of yeah. going from top to bottom, aren't you? You're killing people as you go along, and you're hiding behind things, and you're uh, yeah, like an action adventure. The second game was like a it was using the gun, wasn't it? It was a light gun that yeah. you could shoot like those um, Time Attack games. <laughs> And the third one was like a, a driving, like a crazy taxi game, wasn't it? It was terrible. Yeah, yeah, that bit was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as a three, it was really great, wasn't it? I remember it being I really, I like that. really liking that game. So that's my one. You've got Die Hard. Um, what was your one, James? Lego. A and Richard man too. I'm going to
1: go with Golden actually. Okay, Golden oh, nice. good. Yeah. It's
0: good. Lovely. I Brilliant. Know. Good we we'll figure out. and if you've got one please just leave a comment on Twitter or on YouTube let us know what your favourite yeah. film to game was if any all the worst all the worst
1: yeah
0: Yeah. us hear about all of them to find one yeah um, what are we looking forward to next week 15th to the 22nd
1: hmm
0: James football
1: football <laughs> good who's playing Big, Uh my United versus Liverpool Good. Top the table and counter. Oh yeah! For the first time in probably a decade, maybe, really, really maybe less. All right. See big boys. All right. Um. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited. Good. Yeah, I know you I are. That's not That sounds sunny.
2: Good. Um, Richard, what about you? Uh, I'm looking forward to becoming an uncle again. Oh, oh congratulations. Thanks. So am I sister is pregnant and due anytime now. Obviously we're not gonna be able to see uh her- Elsie. And name's gonna be Elsie. Yeah. But cool. We're gonna be able to see Elsie for for the foreseeable future. But yeah. Well, still looking forward to that.
0: Well congratulations, Richard. Do you know Thank I'm a you. I'm a great uncle about four times Are you? Yeah. Great uncle Gareth. Oh, no. <laughs> I bet you're congratulating
2: yourself. <laughs> you
1: you're no,
0: I'm I'm a terrible uncle. <laughs> but I, mean, I have a great anchor officially,
1: um, and
0: I'm looking forward to Hitman. I think it's coming out next week uh, on the twentieth, and that'd be quite fun. I'm quite looking forward to playing an, another different that game again, even though I probably won't play it for that long. But that, that's out next week, um, and also we're giving a we're doing a giveaway. We're doing a little giveaway from today is when you're here in the chat. So Friday the fifteenth to Monday the eighteenth, um, we've got five. Little special packs for the game spellbreak. And this is a kind of like Battle Royale Girl using lore and story based quests. Um and we've got a what have we got? It's like a it's like a chapter pass, isn't it? Which includes thirteen thousand five hundred game gold, um, there's a warlock outfit, um some spell slinger outfit, and a and a badge. You know, which would mean a lot more to you than it does to me. Does it mean anything to you too no, no, no. no. But, I think but people will love this. We know this already, James. What about the? Remember the unicorn mount we gave away, and it was like you had text I still message? got
1: messages now. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Have you got any left? please? Yeah. So <laughs> please. You,
0: we've only got five of these, haven't we? So you've got to get right. in first, and all you have yeah. got to do is check Twitter, follow, and retweet on the Xbox Hub Twitter feed. Yeah. Yeah. If you're interested in Spellbreak, do that. And uh, details are in the, in the uh, what's it called? Description. Um, no. That's it. Gentlemen, as always, it been a pleasure.
1: Where can I find you, James? Um, on Twitter and Instagram, at LKDKR. Great. Which is about you? I am on Twitter, at 1912
0: 1812 And you can find me on Twitter and Twitch, GB But until next time, have a good week. Bye-bye you've been listening to the official podcast of the xbox hub.com we had found all the notes of this show at com slash podcast you can also check out our social feeds on instagram and twitter at the xbox hub and search the
1: xbox hub on facebook